Hello, welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Sammy. I'm Jordana. And today we're going to talk about babies. Yes. Our favorite topic. We are excited. That's going to be our big topic for the day. Yeah. But let's just, uh, let's do some, some roundups first because, you know. The thing we're really passionate yeah. about is Vanderpump Rules. Exactly. And the Women's March. Two yeah. things that might seem to conflict with each other. But, right. It's um, like Vanderpump Rules, the Women's March, and babies. It's like all different non-compatible yeah. pieces of our personality. But that's okay. It's that's what it means to be a woman in 2018 is that you um you both want to attend the women's march and watch like women like embarrass themselves on Vanderpump rules and like and also don't... empower yourself but also be a stay-at-home mom secretly. Exactly. You can um, you can be anything you want to be these days. Yeah. You don't have to choose. Yeah. Um we're writing a book. By the way, this just made me think about it because I literally wrote something literally just exactly about this in the pages I was working on yesterday. So you guys should keep an eye out for our book. It's coming out in October. It's called Meme In. And we'll be talking about it a lot before then. So keep an eye out. Yeah, it's about career advice. And we're going to help you succeed at work and in all the shit that you want to do in life that's not personal. Yeah. (laughs) Anything but personal. It is personal. It ought to begin by being personal. What name that movie? You've got mail. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Whatever I think, I know things that I like, but things like quotes that I think are like normal movie quotes apparently are obscure. Yeah. And um, I just don't think they are because I run with a weird crowd. Yeah. There's also, wait, it's it's not personal. That is my sweat, my time away from my kids. Kids. If that's not personal, I don't know what is. Thank you, Aaron Brockovich. Yes. Of course. See, I I agree with you. I run in the weird movie quote crowd as well. Yeah. That's why we're friends. If you do it, right, if you do it around people who don't, they're just like, that's not like a normal movie quote. No one quotes that. No one quotes that movie and like no one quotes that. Like no one quotes like the monologue that Aaron Brockovich gives to like her boss when he when she's sick and then he I'll give you a someone. number right yeah like no one quotes that but we do yeah. so if you want more obscure movie quotes please come here also, we have a much more advanced quote repertoire than just you go Glen Coco seriously so yeah um, okay let's talk about Vanderpump right. Rules let's talk about Vanderpump Rules also just on the note of talk us talking about Vanderpump Rules if you guys we getting I'm getting a lot of um, mixed reviews about what you guys think so. Some of you think that that we should talk about it less. Some of you love it and want us to talk about it more. If you guys have an opinion on that, please write us in because I'm going to deal with majority rules. And right now, you guys, it seems like you guys really want us to keep talking about Vanderpump Rules. And if you don't, just fast forward. Yeah. Or listen anyway because you know what? It's a great fucking show. If you don't watch it, you should. Yeah. So speaking of quotes, one of the most quotable lines of all time debuted last night. Yes. It's um, not about, about the, the pasta. pasta. I mean, it's not about the pasta. He was right. He was. That was okay. Let's give, let's give a little recap. Yeah. Uh, James talks about how he's excited to move in with his supermodel girlfriend because um, he really appreciates her personality and thinks she's loving and amazing and great. I'm just kidding. He said it's great to wake up next to a supermodel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the only reason he gave while he's excited to move in with her. Um, and he was saying that. And then Lala, instead of saying something like supportive, said... I ate a, a bite of pasta off her... She was, I don't even remember. She was like kind of making fun of her, saying like at some event, like they like she like ate all her pasta, basically like making fun of her. Right, right. Lala and James obviously doesn't right. like Raquel because Lala and James have like this tension. I feel. Well, here's my my take on Raquel is that there's nothing to like about her, and there's nothing to dislike about her. She's like just kind of stupid in there. Right, which like, is why she's his girlfriend because he also just kind of she'll obviously let anything fly. Right, she's like kind of an idiot, but that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But obviously, he was picking up on her dislike right. or apathy towards Raquel. 
Exactly, which is like clear, but like it's why it's not about the pasta, right? It's not about the pasta, which is like such a like overall like a wise line. Like I feel like in life, it's never about the pasta. It's not about. It's the always pasta. about James some is so deeper. wise. James is so wise, he doesn't even realize how wise he is. Um, let's talk about the like. I I thought the most interesting part was Sheena, as always. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Sheena and her whole? Sheena's like I feel bad for Sheena because she clearly has like some sort of like she obviously has a very fucked up way of viewing relationships and like clearly has very like insecure attachment styles very clingy mm-hmm. um, and is like I can't I mean I I can relate to her in some ways because I've had I've had moments where I've had like a lot of relationship drama or tension or or anxiety and it does cause you to just like hyper fixate on that and you kind of lose your mind you like need to be assured that everything's okay for you to even just like have a functional day day, which is like a a fucked up thing but and i think obviously she should seek some help but i also like can relate to that and i think a lot of girls can relate to that to just like Mm -hmm. i can't think about anything else if i'm like unsure about where my relationship stands can't eat right and my brother once told me this which is like very accurate is that like relationship anxiety comes from like a lack of communication or miscommunication because like two people just like aren't on the same page and it gives one person just like extreme anxiety yeah i mean i think that she it's sad sheena is i would say in the midst of her quarter life crisis which was our topic last week Mm -hmm. um on batch lap we talked about the quarter life crisis and oh i i mean i would say that's what sheena is in right now she's like obviously thinks that her relationship is like and what, what relationship she's in right now is sort of, like, the most important thing instead of, like, focusing on herself. Because I think if she, like, looks at herself, she would realize, like, like there's a reason everyone's saying that he cheated on you. And I feel like Bravo is probably, with their editing, setting that up to be maybe revealed later. That he did cheat on her? Yeah. Um, well, that was sort of I almost thought. don't even think that that's the point. Like, I don't even think it matters if he cheated on her or not. It's the way that she's, like, reacting to the allegation right. and the... She's not even upset that he might have cheated on her. She's upset that she's like, she's brought to to his attention that she's like upset and it's giving her and she's and she's really like, she's upset and emotional about this and needs his reassurance. And instead of giving her that reassurance, he's kind of just like backing away from her, which right. is a really unhealthy relationship dynamic. Because like in a, in a healthy ideal relationship, when you come to your partner and you're vulnerable around them and you tell them how you feel, they respond by like reassuring you and and comforting you like like a parent would in yes. a sense not by like distancing themselves from you um and kind of like like being turned off by your vulnerability right absolutely i mean i i think even now she's continuing this because if you looked at the instagram she posted last night um it was like no one will ever st- understand like there's nothing that can come between us now i'm looking at his instagram which i just pulled up his last instagram of her was january 5th he he congratulated her on the opening of her show, Sex Tips Vegas. <laughs> and there's literally, like, no indication. I mean, I guess there is. Whatever. He he has some nice things to her. There's one nice thing from December 4th. Right. I don't think he, like, hates her. I just no. think, like, she's obviously a lot more into it. And she's, like, very insecure um, yeah. about And just, like, her whole world revolves around how he feels about her. And I think a lot of girls can relate to that. Like, you know, if they're, if they're seen, if they're, if they get attention from a guy or if they're seen positively in his eyes, then like everything's okay. Right. And the issue with that or with feeling that way about anything, whether it's work or with a guy or anything is that like your own, your happiness depends on like someone else's reaction towards you instead of your own like 
self and what you're doing. It depends on like the attention or like the reaction you're getting from someone else. So I feel really bad for her because I feel like it is a relatable position. It's definitely something you want to work on in yourself to like not have your emotions and your day like fucked up by like someone's how someone else is feeling about you. Well, that's also I think facilitated by actually being with someone who's not gonna give you those feelings right like you like you yeah you can still have insecure moments but if the person you're with is like you know takes care to not make you feel that way then like you're probably not gonna feel that way right i mean i think another thing at play is that with them and i'm getting this from reading his caption right now <laughs> that they really you seem read the caption? to care it's very long but i'm gonna take some excerpts okay um, 12 years ago i began to develop a relationship it is one that has led sheena and i through many different stages Friends, crazy kids, boyfriend and girlfriend, co-hosts, beer pong champions, Charger fans, Charger haters, and then supporters. Whatever. Throughout these years, we've always been able to make each other smile. Now, most people try and define a relationship with a label. I define a relationship as a connection you build with someone over time based on three simple factors. Love, respect, and kindness. He's not a labels guy, girls. Right. He's not a labels guy. Ladies, beware of the guy who doesn't believe in labels. Yeah. And, okay, skip a little bit. I learned one very important thing, thing going through this process. You never even you never have to explain yourself to others if you realize that they can only see you through their own perception or idea that they've created of you. Okay, that's absolutely true, Rob. But, like, either if you don't want people weighing in on your relationship, then neither of you should be posting about it. Like, right. posting these extreme declarations about you're inviting your inviting people to, yeah. to comment on it. Especially not when you're not just... If you're going to post, you should either be just kind of, like, straight up saying that you're in a relationship and, like, this is who we are. But posting all these things that's, like, no one can define our love. It's, like, you're basically kind of, like, satisfying her need to be in a relationship while also making yourself seem like you're not too attached and then you wonder why she comes off as completely crazy and delusional in these episodes when she can't think or eat because he's not right. he seems manipulative or she's just won't allow him to be what he wants to be with her and she which is what? pushing which is she obviously wants to like be married to him in july like right. he doesn't it seems to me like he wants to be in some sort of like open casual relationship right that's what I'm saying. He doesn't want to commit to her. He's not going to be a good boyfriend. What she should do if she had like some serious self-esteem and self-confidence, would she be like, I want a relationship. And it's like, it's the thing that I think girls get wrong. It's like, it's not wrong to say that you like want a relationship. Like it's not say it wrong to say you don't, but if you do say that, and if someone doesn't want that, find someone who does like, it's okay, like, it's okay to move on or like be with someone as fast as you want. But like, don't try to take someone who doesn't want that and try to turn them into someone who does. Just go out and there's just so many people in this world. Just find someone who wants the same shit that you do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's ultimately very empowering to do that. Like I'll say with, with my own relationship, I did this. I basically said straight up like or like not that early on, but like at when the time was right, like mm -hmm. like I'm looking for a relationship and like either we're going to like do that or like we can't really continue hooking up. And like that ultimately is what ended up like, why we ended up in a relationship. Right. Because, like, I'll just say he's younger than me and wasn't necessarily looking for something, like, at the time. But when that became, like, not – it wasn't even given as, like, an ultimatum. But when it became, like, clear that, like, it was, like – Right. It's not an ultimatum. That, if you're just saying what you want, like, yeah. that's not an ultimatum. It's saying this is what I want. Right. If you don't want that too, then like we're not going to be right together. Right. But if he had said no, I would have stopped because like what I wanted was more important than like any given person. Right. So it's like it, I think girls have this thing where it's like if I say what I want, then I'm losing or I'm like I am like giving something up when really it's like you're 
the person who says what they want is the person who gets what they want. Yeah. Uh, like the person who like just tries to like hint at what they want or like inch towards it is not really like is actually the loser. Right. And ultimately (laughs) you'll get more respect from a significant other for speaking what you want and you'll respect them more if they give it to you or don't give it to you based on their own needs. So if you want any more relationship advice, you should listen to our You Up podcast. Jordana hosts it with Jared Freed. It, it comes is, out every Thursday. It's really great. And if you want um, more, you want to read more relationship advice, we have a book. It's called I Had a Nice Time and Other Lies, How to Find Love and Shit Like That. And it is a non-lame dating book. You should pick it up everywhere books are sold. Yes. Everywhere. Um, yes. Okay. Um, we were going to talk about the Women's March a little bit, but I feel like, I don't know if we have time. Should we just skip to the, the main topic, which is yeah, babies? I think we just want to acknowledge that, um, I mean, I couldn't be there because I was away, but I... Um, I I saw you guys on Instagram. It seemed like you were having a great time. And yeah, like, is there fun. anything you want to say about it? It was really fun. Um, it was definitely like a cool, a cool place to be. It was my second year going. And yeah, you should check out. We we brought signs. Our signs were all memes because we want to keep it light. No disrespect to the people with serious signs. Because, um, you know, some people might call us out on that. In sign our wars? Comments. Sign wars. You have to say the exact right sign that will like a fit everyone's opinion so that you get whatever so it was really fun um really empowering and check out our instagrams from it on betches and at betches underscore sup which is our news vertical please you should all be following so um our new our our new big topic for today is really just talking about like your kids or your your right your kids and, and how you should portray them on social media yeah so this was kind of inspired by what really made me bring this up to you last week was I saw this like mid-level influencer. <laughs> Mid-le- you're a mid-level. I feel like that is a prime 2018 insult. Yeah, yeah you're a, a mid-level, mid-level influencer. influencer. You have like less than 100,000 followers. She has more, but that's Whatever. that's what makes her mid-level. Okay. So she posted like a gender reveal video and it was like this highly edited, highly staged video. I'm not going to give too many details about the contents of it because I don't want anyone to like know who we're talking about but she whatever she does this whole like stage gender reveal where basically like i think it was that they like threw a ball and like blue they threw like a party a ball no like a literal ball oh against a backboard or something (laughs) okay yeah no i've seen i feel like i've seen that on multiple i've seen like a more than one one some people do like a cake cutting some people and then the thing opens and it explodes in in pink or blue yeah you know what a really effective way of doing that gender reveal would be giving birth to the baby (laughs) the gender (laughs) is revealed yeah i'm not saying people shouldn't find out the gender of their baby or information about their baby like that's fine but it's like this weird like publicity it's like baby boy something is on their way it's very like I don't know. It's really creepy. Like, what if you're, what if, like, something bad happens? Like, what if, like, right. then you've, like, painted this whole baby picture and, like, you have, like, created this whole hype around your baby and, like, your baby isn't even alive yet. Like, that's not to say anything of, like, the exploitation you're about to, like, rain upon it when it is born. But, like. Right. Because if you're, if you're, like, exploiting it before it's even there, it's, it's, uh, it's only going to get worse. Once yeah. Like, I just don't understand the motivation. Like, is it to get more followers? Like, is it to I think, I don't, I think there's, we should, we should say that there is a distinction. So, like, my sister had a gender, my sister is, like, the least, she's probably, I think she has, like, one Instagram post. Your so, nieces and nephews um, are right. very unexploited 
minus your right. other sister's right. Instagram account, but that's different. No, I'm just I'm saying like I think that we want to separate like like you can have like you can have like a little gender reveal. She got like some Personal. cupcakes. The cupcakes had like a blue or but it wasn't for social media. It's yeah. like that's the thing. It's like that's the difference in a that's like almost like the difference in events these days. There are some events that are like for the people that are attending them and like they're for those people to have a good time in those actual events. And then yeah. there are the events that are like only made so that you can so that they can look cooler virtually than they are like in real life like for me and Gala, i think that although that was just as cool in real life. right i think but like the, yeah like the more absurd your gender reveal shtick is like the m- less it's about like you and your family just celebrating that you're having this this child and the more it's about like look how like over the top and like amazing like our lives are we're gonna have this baby and like again like you said like you're so people it's so, so crazy to me when people are like so gung-ho about wanting a certain sex for their baby it's like there there's like a two million things that can go wrong with your child like if you have a healthy baby like you should, you should not give a so shit. Thankful. You should just be so fucking happy that your baby's healthy. No one has like a healthy baby reveal, but like really yeah. that should be like yeah. the thing. No, I mean, okay. Well, I just want to be clear what I'm saying with all these negative things about mm-hmm. about what people do with their kids. I do not mean this in personal life. Right. I, I have no claim on advice for parenting in personal life <laughs> other than my dog. Whatever. I exploit him on Instagram. That's for but a different episode. That's a different episode. I exploit him on Instagram hard at Bruce the Betch. Follow him. I had to do that. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm talking more about like the damage that people are doing to their kids by putting them out there so heavily, like it, in two ways. One is that like, okay, so you're basically controlling this kid's like social media presence from like before they're born. Mm-hmm. And then when they are born, you're posting all these things that they're giving no consent for. And then they're going to like get to school at like age seven and like their friends or bullies or people are gonna like see are gonna something. like see it, and they might be embarrassed by it. And so you're adding this whole level of trauma to your kids that like you don't even realize is gonna be a problem. Like I feel like every parenting generation kind of like fucks something up. Like I would say our generation probably made our parents probably made too many people into like overachievers and right. told them that they had to be super successful, but then gave like and participation th- trophies so that when you weren't successful at something, you never actually like learned what it was like to fail. I think our generation is probably going to like over exploit our kids on social media. I think that's definitely true. Maybe even like the generation slightly above us is already doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm learning from them what not to do. Right. Well, I was, I've talked about this before because I really talked about it in line with Amanda Stanton who was on, um, I think Ben's season of The Bachelor mm-hmm. and she puts up her kids are like fucking adorable I'm not gonna take that away from her her, her daughters are like the cutest things I've ever seen Kingsley and-, and I like kind of like looking at pictures of them but on the other hand like she does so many ads for them but I mean she takes them to real and really cool vacations that are all paid for by these companies that want her to post from there mm-hmm. and she like get you know the, she has them having their own line of clothes and shit like that and in some ways like that's beneficial for them they'll like she's making a lot more money to support them than she would probably with her skill set and education that she would be getting anywhere else but it's like a short-term solution to a long-term problem and what i always say about her kids which kind of bothers me and upsets me if you look into the future is like it really is a lose-lose for these kids because Mm -hmm. it's like if these kids continue to be cute and beautiful and they get and then they're gonna measure their self-worth based on how many likes they get in a picture based on like how what their engagement rate is on a post that's like sponsored and that's how they're gonna measure their self-worth yeah and 
on the flip side, let's say they, they grow up and they're not so cute. Let's say mm-hmm. like a lot of child stars, like they grow up, they don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Then they're just going to be like sort of in this like feel like they're like past their prime and like defunct in some ways because they used to be able to like, similar to a child star where they used to like reel in this yeah. like fandom and now they're like average or ordinary. Well, I think in either situation, whether they stay cute or don't stay cute, you're teaching them that your worth is measured in likes mm-hmm. or like what you look like. I think your point about the money is a good point, but first of all, we know that like having money doesn't necessarily equate to a better childhood. Screw them above a certain well, yeah, above a certain level it does, but right above a certain level, but it can also screw you up more to have like too much, especially when this money is tied to like your mother, kind of like making money off of you. So that's one thing. Two is like, what about like, and this goes for all moms. What about like the like impact of like constantly like having a, a camera in front of your face if you're right baby. like what like, i think what about that, that when i see really big bloggers and their moms are just like it almost seems like they don't look at their kids not through the lens of a camera yes. which is like kind of scary like imagine i can't imagine a childhood where i was growing up and playing and my mom was like only interacting with me through like her instagram story yeah um, that's ex- that's ex- that's ex- that's probably like the most damaging thing is because like Again, I'm not not gonna like bring this up my dog again, but I am. Mm-hmm. Is like even when I'm sort of like trying to like follow him around with the camera, and like he's obviously like not gonna. I can't really give him emotional problems because he's a dog. Right. I feel like he. I feel like the way that I'm like doing this, I was like, if I do this to my kids, like I will seriously like have to stop myself because it's like you're literally following around this like alive getting it out creature. of your system. Yeah. Like okay, the dog, the babies, they're alive. They have like. They have, like, needs and impulses. They're not just, like, a walking prop. Yeah, they're not, exactly. They're not, like, a prop that you can, like, take as many photos of and there's no effect. Like, like, you have, it it affects the way you relate to these things Mm -hmm. to basically be, like, always, like, viewing it as if it's a photo for someone else's consumption as opposed to, like, for you to interact with in real life. Right. I think it's it's kind of an interesting debate because I don't think it's, like, black and white or there needs to be like zero or a hundred like my my yeah. to discuss my siblings i have eight siblings um and one of my brothers my sister is like my other sisters put my sister's kids like all over social media they're like everywhere um but my brother has a rule that none of his kids are allowed on social media so no one's allowed to take like a picture of them and put it up somewhere he's like very strict and like intent on like his kids face not just being like disseminated or out there like you would think he was michael jackson yeah but so i'm saying like part of me is like oh that's like kind of lame like i have this pic- like your kids are cute i want to take a picture like maybe i want to post right. it and like now i can't it's kind of like seems yeah. like one of those like what is what's it called like the societies were amish like amish or just like con- too controlled like everything is like you yeah. know what i mean you can't just like let it be and then my other sister's kids are like everywhere so it's it's a weird shop betches campaigns for yes. toddler clothes. Check exactly. it out at shop betches. So I don't know if either one is something that like I would I think I want for my kids just like a healthy medium. Just like Same. you want to be able to live in the moment with your with your family and your kids and have like a real time thing that's not for the world to see. I do think that like, there's this element of like there is no privacy right anymore, especially for kids who I think adults are under the false assumption that children don't need privacy because they don't have like Things they that they need to, to hide or they, they, they're not like they don't have shame to the same extent that older people yeah. do. 
But it's actually more harmful to do that with kids because then kids learn that there is nothing to hide and they don't learn what privacy is or the value of it. Right. Or that some things are like a little sacred and don't need to be shared with the world. Right. I mean, I agree with you like with like in terms of going towards like neither extreme. Like I'm definitely going to like post my baby on my Instagram. Like, (laughs) like I think that there's like a normal amount you can do. Like I'm definitely going to do it, but it's not like – I don't plan to as of this moment, like really base my social media presence around my child. I think it's like ultimately really bad for them. Right. And if you're going to err to one side, I would go towards the like conservative towards like. Right. More like your brother. Less. But it's also it's also funny. So my sister, who, again, is like not big on social media at all, like doesn't really care at all. But she was saying that like when you get older, she's 38. When you older and you have kids, it's like her profile picture isn't her anymore. Like her like. Her mm-hmm. cover photo isn't her. It's like pictures of her kids, and it's almost like you get like more excited that someone you're like as a as like a single girl, you're like posting a picture where you think you look skinny, and you're like, oh my god, how many likes am I get? And then you give kids, it's like more like how cute, like you're almost like you're getting like validation Valid. from like the cuteness of your kids or how much people are like into your kids, which seems like so weird and like fucked up, but I guess it it I makes think, sense. And I think people always have done that. It's just in different ways, like moms bragging about their kids right now there's just more it's easier right it's easier to get that immediate like validation of my like picture my adorable picture of my kids got like x many likes but it's definitely like not good for the kids that their parents are yeah i mean just back to the gender reveals for as we wrap up this like portion of the conversation it's just i just don't understand why every single thing has to become like a social media moment like you're gonna stage this huge thing so that like everyone can see like the ins- how happy like, you are how happy you are it's like if like if you're really happy like do, like i i almost feel like if i put too many things out there and like i obviously i use social media a lot like you know i just feel like sometimes if you put too much out there it becomes like almost like you're you're ruining it yeah that's true and i think that's true of anything that's why like i'm trying I don't – I'm trying to take less pictures. I actually am trying to take more pictures, but more – I'm trying to, like, use them more for my, like, self. No, I'm trying to take less pictures because I think when you're focused on taking pictures, you really are not in the moment. Well, my mom just got me a camera for Hanukkah, and I really like it. And I've – okay, I've always been passionate. Oh, no, so I, so yeah. you'll have to take a breather from the uh, – No. From the I, living in the moment. Living in the moment will happen after I've played with my toy. But what I – no, what I mean is, like, I'm not trying to take them so that I can, like – show them it's more like okay i want to take them because i actually but you're also going to show them no I, yeah i'm sure i will but i'm <laughs> saying like okay i've literally wanted to get like a real camera since i was in high school i never ever had one until now and now basically real cameras are almost pointless because of how good the iphone 10 camera is but i still now have this thing and i want to like learn how to use it because like you can actually like I, it's a skill photography used to be like a skill and now it's just like a kind of thing yeah, maybe you'll you, like, be in a gallery yeah Who that's knows? gonna happen no. My puzzles. Just something to do. Right. We all have different hobbies. Jordana has taken up puzzles. I have I'm taken up photos. Yes. <laughs> um, it's really sad. I'll sit and I'll sit in my apartment just do, doing and I lose track of time. It's like I a- love hours puzzles. and hours go by. And like the thing about puzzles is that they're they serve no one so any they serve no one any use. It's like on the weekend. I'm like, it's cold out, I'll just like be doing a puzzle. It's it's they're they're cost effective. They are cost effective. I just don't feel like. But then, like, you can't do anything with them, and then you you like finish it, and then you just have to break it up and put it like back in the box. <laughs> right. It's like very weird, but I like fucking love it. I don't even. I can't explain it. 
I like I like that it's a real object that you're doing with your hands. Like it's not something no it's on a screen. Value. There's no screen. Yeah. You're just doing the puzzle. And it, it helps your spatial reasoning. Let's do a dear batch. Dear batches. No, I just have a lot of feelings. Yes. Okay. You want to read it? Yeah. We're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna have one time for one today, so we're gonna do this one. If you have any questions that you wanna send us or any topics you want us to discuss or any advice you want, please email us at slapped at betches.com. That's S-L-A-P-P-E-D at betches.com. Hey, Betches, love, love, love you and all that you do. I met a guy on swiping app a few months ago. I tried to make a relationship happen with him, but he turned out to be an asshole and it made me completely turned off. About a month ago, I realized that I'm so over trying to date someone right now and I just want to have casual sex. Um, I texted the app guy and we decided to do just that. Keep it casual. No strings attached. It's awesome. He's hot and great in bed. And, and best of all, I have no feelings for him. Best of all, <laughs> I'm having sex with someone I could not give one less shit about. That's fine. But I told two close girlfriends and they both don't think it's a good idea. I have told them before of how he was an asshole when I tried to date him. And now they think I will get hurt. I can understand that, but, but I reassure to the both of them that I won't get hurt because I cannot exaggerate enough on how I have no feelings for him. One friend even went on a rant and told me how she doesn't know how she could be good friends with someone that does something like this. She continued with how I am undervaluing myself and that I can find it, find a way better person to develop a relationship with. My other friend basically said the same thing with finding someone better and that I'm worth so much more. I know my value. I don't think I'm devaluing myself at all. If anything, I'm the one taking advantage of him. I really want to continue having sex with him because you know sometimes you just need to have sex. And not tell my friends about it. But now but now when I'm with him, it's hard not to think about what they have told me. Do I try and reason with them, not tell them, or stop it all completely, etc.? Sincerely valued batch. Okay. There's a few things here. Um, one, one is that your friends are right. I disagree. They're, actually. You, you don't... Okay, first of all, I think that her friends should... My first thing about them is that, like... I think it's a little weird that she says she can't be good friends with her. I think that's a very weird thing for her friend to have said. Mm-hmm. But I do think that her friends are right, that she is undervaluing herself and kind of lying to herself about her lack of feelings for this person. She tried to – she said she, like, make a relationship happen with him, and it didn't work. He was an asshole. So she now is just doing it casually. When in your life have you ever – Tried to make a relationship with someone happen. They said no. And you're like, okay, great. Led back to the casual sex with no feelings. Yeah, it usually doesn't end well, but I don't even think that's the point here. I don't think the point of the question is like, is not like, is this a good idea? Because that's not what she asked for. She thinks it's a good idea and she wants to do this. And well, she said, I stop it all completely. You can't really learn. Yeah, you should stop it completely if you like, if it's not making you happy. But if you, the best way to, to find out what you should do in life is to experience things and make mistakes. So if she wants to do this, like, that's fine. Worst thing that the worst thing that could happen is he continues to be an asshole. She gets hurt and she learns from it. But I don't believe in this like conditional friendship shit where someone's oh, like, no. I like you because you don't value yourself. I don't respect you and I can't like be friends with you. Like that's a conditional love and that's a conditional support. And I don't believe that that you need a friend like that. I think that you want similar to like anyone in your life. You want people who are like supporting you. You might be making the wrong decisions, but you have to. You have to make them for yourself and you have to learn from them yourself. You're not going to not do something because someone tells you not to do it and like because they won't be your friend anymore. Like that's not why you should do something either. You should do something because it's not the right decision from you. So you can ask them someone their advice. They can give you their advice. You can choose to take it or not take it. But like 
at the end of the day, like no matter what you're doing, they should still be there to support you. Even if you're making a bad decision, like you'll learn that it doesn't affect them. This bad decision isn't really like going to make them. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on the conditional friendship point. I also wouldn't be so surprised if these friends have a situation like this in their own dating lives. And they're projecting. I'm just, yes. I'm just inferring that because anyone who gets that heated about someone else's behavior usually has some sort of like ulterior motive or personal insecurity that's driving that. Mm -hmm. So just the extent to which they're so heated about their opinion and saying they can't be friends with her signals something, I think. Like I don't like obviously like you want your friend to be happy and you want them to be with people who are great. But like you just need if it's your friend, you just need to support them, whatever they're doing and like be there for them once they make the wrong decision, because that's what a friend is. You can't like control anyone. You can't control their decisions and you have to let people learn for themselves. I don't think you should try to reason with your friends. I think you should just kind of like let it go. But I also really think that you should really evaluate what you're doing with this guy and like find somebody else. I agree, but if sometimes it's like easier said than done. If people like people can tell you what they think is the right move, all they want. At the end of the day, what I've learned also, also is that people are going to do whatever they want to do. They yeah. can listen to all the advice they have, and they ask a lot of advice, and they usually just kind of want to listen to the advice that says what they to, to keep doing whatever they're actually doing. And no one's gonna. That's not the best way to learn. I think the best way to learn is to do something, get really hurt, like be upset yeah. about it and then be like oh that didn't feel good last time i'm not going to enter that kind of relationship again because just doing or something out of like 10 times. just doing something out of will really like never works yeah you have to like really go through it and see it and like intrinsically feel the pain from it in order to not do it again yeah so um i i, I don't wish you like luck <laughs> on this ride sammy doesn't wish you well i i wish you an interesting journey and learning experience because i don't Uh-oh. think i don't think the, i think the best way to, again is to just like do shit do what you want to do make mistakes and then you, the shit you want to do will change yeah i wish you an interesting journey as well but i still think you should break up with this guy and they're not gonna listen to me and tell your friends to fuck off and just be supportive <laughs> yeah and listen to you up because maybe you'll get some good yes. advice there check it out check Tuesdays. it out okay yeah Games. Okay. Okay. Um, you go. Would you rather be Jax Taylor's girlfriend for five years <laughs> or get a tattoo of Jax's name on your arm that you can't remove? Be his girlfriend. Really? For five years? <laughs> you can't remove the tattoo. That's all your life. What if it's like small? No. I'm not dating Jax Taylor for five years. He is like toxic. I'm not tattooing Jax for any years. I'll pretend it's like a. I'll get a dog and I'll name it da- Jax and I'll pretend that that's like what that's for. Okay, I'm well, not. That's a, I'm that's not, not, not. I think like that will. In that, the would you rather? I think that would fuck. I mean, you can. You have to write Jax Taylor <laughs> for this to be an effective. Would you rather? Fine, I don't care. I'm not like Jax Taylor, the one from Vanderpump Rules. He's a huge <laughs> asshole. Then cut. has to have like a tagline under it, so everyone knows exactly who it is. That's not in the hypothetical. It just says his name. Well, I think that that would be the equivalent extreme of dating. Him I would for try five to years. date guys who've never seen Vanderpump Rules. But you, you're such a fan that that relationship probably wouldn't work. Yeah, both of these options are pretty terrible. But really, there's nothing you could. I feel like he is like toxic, and like being with him would like really like rip your heart out. I also think having an everyday reminder that you dated him on your arm. But would you don't be... have to date him then. You just have a you just have a tattoo. That's so embarrassing. You don't have to date him in the other scenario. This is a hard question. Email us with your response at um, slapped at betches dot com. That's s l a p p e d at betches dot com. Okay. Would you rather um, date someone that has been on The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise four times, or date someone that voted for Donald Trump? Date someone <laughs> that voted for Donald Trump. No one knows who he is. You're okay with that? More than someone who's been on The Bachelor and Bachelorette four times. But they're like super liberal. 
okay, but like they've been on The Bachelor and Bachelorette four times. They've decided four times, not just once. Yeah. To go on the show, and no one goes on because it like went really well the first three times. I don't know. Nick Nick Vial is now dating fucking January Jones. He's been on The Bachelor like four times. I still wouldn't date Bile, him. Vial, whatever. It's weird that know. after four things we still don't. Know. I still don't know. I still I wouldn't date him. You prefer the the Trump voter? Yeah, but is is like do, do I like so assuming I like every single thing about the person except except right they're per- they're perfect in every way but. They're one of these things. I don't know. I think it's like pretty embarrassing to like. I think I would have to date the the the. I mean, I really think January Jones is turning the game around. Like she's like a normal person. She's and dating, Sarah Highland, right? And they're both dating these guys. It's like you can't lower the bar like this. It's awkward. I know. Um, I really just think the people who got it's bar. working because like for the fact that they're doing it makes me think I'd prefer that to the. Okay, if January Jones and Sarah Highland had not dated bachelor people. Who would you um, do? I mean, it's really lame, but I think I might do the Trump supporter in that case. But now I feel like right, it's, so becoming, it's becoming socially acceptable to date. So if January Jones does something, you'll do it? Um, No, but I Yes, mean, no, you just said not that. Not her specifically, but if it's like made more like socially acceptable mainstream. I feel like Trump being a Trump supporter really just says a lot about your personality. Yeah. So does going on The Bachelor, though. That's true. But yeah. like, I don't know. Let us know what your this thoughts, guys. Something's yeah. happening with the microphones, but... Everyone let us know your thoughts. Another one? Yes. So, okay. Would you rather get paid to have your kids in your social media posts and that's like how you earn your living or you can never have a picture of your kid on social media ever? Never. Never? Never. So all the only people who can see your kids are just like you? Yeah. That's how it's – that's a good thing. Yeah? Because, okay. Okay. I I obviously don't like – I think it would depend how broke I was. (laughs) Well, you could also make money other ways. I know, but, like, maybe I'm, like, just limited earning potential. Okay. I don't have a problem with, like, <laughs> these bloggers who, who like, put their babies on. Like, if that's what they want to do, like, they could do that. But, like, I think that you're putting your kid a lot more at risk for problems in life if you do that as opposed to if you never put them on. I think if you never put them on, you're pretty safe. If you do put them on, tons of risks like it could be dangerous first of all but isn't there's pedophiles out there who could literally use your kid as child pornography all they have to do is screenshot like it's seriously like it's it's and plus you're again teaching your kids that their worth is measured in likes and engagement that's fair and on that note um goodbye yeah it's (laughs) been a great episode we'll see you next week and thanks for listening bye bye Betches.